Welcome to There is a Method to the Madness. My name is Rob Maxwell and I'm an exercise physiologist and personal trainer. I'm the owner of Maxwell's Fitness Programs and I've been in business for the past 28 years. Today we have a guest, my partner in crime, our personal trainer here, Ellen Caravati, who has her bachelor's degree in health and fitness and she's certified by the American College of Sports Medicine as a personal trainer. She is also a licensed massage therapist and has taught massage therapy for many, many years and still does massage here. Anyway, say hello, Ellen. Good morning. So today, Ellen is going to read some questions we got off the internet this past weekend, and uh, I am going to answer them. So without further ado, let's get this show on the road. What you got, Ellen? Uh, one of the big questions is, you've been doing this for a long time, like you said, 28 years. What keeps you motivated? What keeps me motivated to work out or what keeps me motivated to continue to train people? Train people. Well, I think, obviously, uh, one of them is that I get paid. Um, you know, this is a, uh, you know, we don't do our jobs for free, so... Um, I've continued to be successful and obviously that's not the, uh, the number one reason why I chose this field, but it is my job. I've been successful for 28 years. I can happily say that once I started doing personal training, I never had to look back and get a different job. Like once I started and I started very, very small, I started um, training people at their houses and I started training people at some of the local gyms here in the Daytona Beach area. I really had no clue what I was doing other than the fact I knew how to train people and um, I copied some of the people that had started doing this before me because when I did this in, um, when I started this in 1994-ish, Personal training what it is, isn't what it is today, and I'm sure you can relate to that. Yes. You, know, you, you remember working with or for some of the personal trainers back in the late 80s, early 90s, and there really kind of wasn't such a thing, right? Right. But, you know, now it's uh, you know, all these, you know, young kids are getting their certifications going to school, and they're a dime a dozen, really. So um, once I was able to figure out how to get paid for it, which was I basically copied how other people did it, I never had to look back, so I'm really grateful for that. So it's it's a job. I get paid, and I um, I like it, and um, we continue to see success. So that still motivates me. Um, I like to do new and challenging things and get into different types of programs with people. I've been um, continuing to learn myself all these years, and that keeps me motivated. I think when I first started out as a personal trainer. Maybe the first year I was pretty fluid, meaning that um, I, I was going with what I thought was best with everybody and using my education at the time as well. But then I think I got kind of rigid for some years. Um, I, you know, I met some folks that were very rigid in their training philosophy, and I think I got pretty rigid too. So it was like training everybody, you know, appropriately, but at the same time training them kind of all the same way with very high intensity techniques and. I had a lot of success, but I could get burned out doing the same thing myself. And thankfully, as I've continued to grow in my profession, I'm not so rigid. So that keeps me more motivated because with one person, I might do an extremely rigid program because it works for them and they might be more OCD and they might like 
more um, you know consistency all the time and then other people may be more ADHD which I think we all are these days I think we all have a little bit of all of it and they don't like consistency and so I branch out and I do a lot of different things with them that has saved me to answer your question um, that has saved me from getting burned out because if I'm keeping it fresh for myself training clients then I'm going to be more likely to want to continue um, before your time here I did go through a period where I was very very burned out and I actually considered closing everything down for a while and, and instead of doing that I went to work somewhere else but continued to do what I did here but I cut my hours way back and the reason why that happened was because I was seeing upwards of 20 clients a day which you can imagine mm -hmm. what that's like uh, and that was brutal um, that was so hard and I was also in a location different from where I'm at today and I was in the Spruce Creek flying and there's nothing wrong with those folks out there at all but they all are the same meaning that like when you have a demographic and everybody's kind of in the same boat so to say then the clients all seemed very much the same so I would see like carbon copies of people coming in through the doors 20 a day and I just got burned out and the money was great of course but you know life isn't all about that so I found the nice balance of being successful business-wise with continuing to uh, expand my trade expand my own way of doing things and incorporating more variety and I think that to wrap up that question I probably lingered on with it too long is I also do other things that really inspire me which is this podcast I really enjoy and writing books um, and the other thing is I only work with people on my schedule that I really really think want it I'm very careful about taking the negative energy and to be honest to, to all the listeners we don't even take them in at all so meaning that I'm not going to take in somebody with negative energy and, and push them on to Ellen or when we've had other employees, I'm not going to do that. So we don't take in negative, negative energy ever. But I also am very, very careful about taking in even remotely negative energy on my own schedule. They just won't get there. If I don't think the person wants to really improve and they're going to give me 100% effort and honesty, those are the two things I need. I don't really need anything else. I need effort and honesty. Um, honesty meaning that they, they just tell me I really can't do the diet. Okay, don't don't say it's not working and, and lie about it. Just say you're not willing to do it. I can work with that. And I can work with 100% effort no matter what that looks like. For some person that might be doing 10 reps with 3-pound curls, as long as it's their best, that's fine. But if they try to kind of... Um, you know, just give me a half-assed effort. I, I've been doing this too long. You, you don't deserve me. Sorry. It's, it's not going to happen. I've got too much experience, passion, and education to work with somebody who wants to half-ass it because I'm not going to half-ass it with them. So um, I think that answers that. What was question number two? So uh, that's a good lead into the next question. So what, um, what goals do you like to hear people come in with when they come in for looking for training? You know... If you would have asked me this 28 years ago, but you didn't, I would have said what I think all young people say, you know, which is, um, you know, let, let's work with, I want to work with the, uh, you know, I used to teach this to my students. Uh, I don't know if I honestly ever felt this way, although 
I think this is the way a lot of people think, so I'm just kind of giving you what it not is at first. I would have maybe said I want to work with the most beautiful people in the world, male or female, meaning let's just work with uh, you know the people with the greatest bodies and make them better, and then they'll tell everybody that you did it, right? Um, uh, if I thought that way, I didn't stay on that very long, and I definitely don't think that way now. As a matter of fact, they're kind of the biggest pain in the asses in the world because they think they know it all. Um, so it's not a particular body type I like to work with. It's not a particular sport I like to work with. And it's certainly not a particular um, fame level I like to work with. I mean, I think you know, that the listener may not know, that I've turned down some semi-famous people, right? Mm -hmm, right. Because, you know, they just thought that because of who they were, they could, uh, you know, barge in and, and get on my schedule, and uh, I'm not going to state who they were, but I basically told them I had zero time for them, which partly was true. I didn't have a lot of time. And the other thing was I could tell they were a pain in the ass, and, uh, you know, green is green. Whoever can pay me can pay me, and who's ever going to give me 100% are the goals I want. So it doesn't have anything to do with what I think I can get from the client. That That's, and sadly, as I think you know, that is how a lot of personal trainers think. They only want to work with people that they think will help them with connections. Mm -hmm. And that is a big mistake. I work with people who I think are going to get better. And the funny thing is, with that philosophy, I've made a hell of a lot of connections through this business. And it's because I think everybody who's worked with me knows I'm authentic and kind of could give a shit about their their fame or money um, I really don't care because the reality is the more famous somebody is the less likely they're, they're ever going to refer you as I think you know that yep. they're just not going to they're not going to tell all their friends but you work with somebody who's quote average or whatever and you get results with them they're telling everybody you know so ultimately the answer to the question what I want is I want results um, you know, weight loss goals scare me the most because they're the most annoying. So when so many texts or calls or Facebooks or emails and says, you know, I want to hire you as a personal trainer and my ultimate goal is weight loss, I get nervous, as you know, mm -hmm. because you know how difficult that is. Absolutely. The, the people don't want to ultimately do what you ask them to do. You know, everybody wants to go to heaven and nobody wants to die, as I've said. So it's a very challenging goal. And the other thing is if they're working out with me, they're working out two to three times a week, that's just not enough hours in the week to get the weight off them. So if they're not willing to put in all the diet work, which is going to take everything they have, I'm not going to be successful. And then they're not successful, of course, and then I'm not successful and I'm not happy. So I think my favorite goals to work with are like rehabilitation and ADLs, activities of daily living. and people that just say they want to work out on a regular basis and want a good workout. Like those are my three favorites because they're so black and white and objective. So in other words, if somebody says, well, I know I need to work out. I'm not gonna do it on my own. And I hear your workouts are challenging and fun and blah, blah, blah. That's a great goal because I can do that. I can provide a great, I mean, I, I you know, give myself credit here. I can give a lot of variety. I can make it fun and challenging and hard and I know how to switch it up on the fly. I plan things out but I also know how to switch things up. So I love that. I love rehab because I've seen so many results with rehab. Like I don't think I've ever worked with anybody that wanted to fix a knee, back, shoulder, whatever that didn't get better. So I love that. And activities of daily living kind of go along with rehab. It's like people that know they need to get stronger 
for running or for life or for whatever, I know we can get there. So I think those are my three favorite goals. And again, it all comes down to attitude though. If somebody has a bad attitude within those three goals, like if they're a, a blame shifter, if they're negative, if they cancel a lot, if they complain a lot, then they're no fun no matter what. So I think the ultimate answer is it depends on the individual and their work ethic. But those three goals, hope that answers okay. it. Yes, it is there any more? Um, quickly, we'll go um, to, on that too, connecting that. Tell us about your tenure. Like, tell us, you know, really, you've had some clients a long time, and what do you think keeps them around? Oh, yeah. So, Gina Millar just left. This is uh, what, Wednesday morning. She just left. I think she's my longest tenured client. Um, she started with me in somewhere around 1997. And I was in the flying then, so that's a long time, people. What is that, Ellen? 25 years. 25 years, and she's still working out with me, and she's 97 years old. When she started, she came alone for her first 10 workouts, and I, God, I, you know, for those that know, we do um, 10 workouts or 12 workout bundles. Um, I, it'd be so cool to kind of count how many. 10 workout bundles she did through the years, but I think she did like her first 10 alone and liked it enough. And then she brought her husband, Gordon, who passed a few years ago and he was with me for what, what would that be? 21 years. So both of them combined were with me for so many years, um, which is awesome. And what I attribute that to is the fact that they see results. Ellen's checking out right now. She has Thank a you. client. I will finish um, her questions and uh, thank you Ellen for joining us this morning. Thank you, very good. Alright, have fun with the next client. Thank you. So I attribute the success, or I attribute the length of her longevity, if that makes any sense, with the fact that she's seen results all these years. Um, she loves it, we switch it up, you know, we've, you know, I never set out to become friends with clients because I, I'm a big believer in boundaries and professionalism and all that good stuff. But you know, after 25 years, it's hard not to get close to people and we're absolutely close to Gina. I say we, me and Ellen, I mean, we've had lunch with her. Um, again, I, you know, that's not the reason. That doesn't answer the question. I'm, I, I believe that one of the big reasons why she has stuck with it so long is obviously She's physically able to, she's very healthy. She would be, you know, remotely without us too. So like she has great genetics. I'm not trying to take credit for her health and fitness, but I think ultimately the connection she's made, she knows she can come in like today and just admit she's having a hard time. You know, she's 97. She's lost her husband a few years ago. She's an awesome lady. And, uh, you know, she likes to be able to talk and, you know, us personal trainers can be like, uh, you know, um, bartenders, you know, we, we can hear them and we, we, we like listening. I mean, we absolutely care. It's not funny. So, you know, I think couple the, the good workouts with, um, the results with the great relationships. And I think people are going to stay. I think as long as it's working, it's working. Uh, another one is, um, Jerry, he, uh, Jerry Johnson, he's been coming almost as long. He's still coming. And by the way, both of these, I just mentioned, um, the Millars and Jerry, they come three times a week for, gosh, again, I can even imagine how many bundles of 10 that's been. And Gina always jokes with me that she's bought me a few cars and I have to correct her and say, honestly, Gina, if we added it up, I think it's more of a few houses. But 
Um, you know, Jerry too, great relationships, gone through different trainers. He's worked with me, he's worked with other trainers, he's worked with Ellen. Um, he continues to get what he wants. When he first came in, he was concerned about his knee and thought he needed knee surgery. This was 23 years ago. And uh, I said, well, let's try working out first. And we've worked out and guess what? 23 years later, knee surgeries have never happened because he found that getting stronger works. So the success, I mean, you know, I used to teach my clients when I taught sports medicine that, you know, if you're, if you're seeing success, people, unless there's a major like economic change, financial change or moving change, I think they're just gonna stay with people no matter what the industry is, massage or chiropractic or personal training, you know, if they're seeing success and for them, success is a lot of different things, but as long as they're getting positive outcomes, with some people it could be losing weight, with some people it could be, they feel like you have a good connection and friendship and it's a place to go. You know, I used those, um, you know, think of Cheers, which is one of my favorite uh, TV shows of all time. You know, it's like if people can come in and have a good experience, you know, they, they, they walk in and you can say, you know, hey, Norm, you know, hey, Jerry, hey, Linda, hey, whoever. And they know that on the other side of that door is somebody who absolutely is waiting for them and waiting for them with, that cares about them, which, you know, we do. Um, then I think people are going to continue. And I honestly would attribute the longevity of so many clients. And those are the two longest, but... Gosh, majority of clients go back an easy decade, I mean, or, or more. I mean, we don't have people rotate in and out of personal training like a lot of places do. We don't have, like, any singles. I don't do that. You know, it's a waste of time. We're busy enough to take in somebody who just wants to try it. Um, you know, we rarely have anybody just do 10 and blow out. I mean, it's years usually. I mean, that's the way we like it. I mean, because we want relationships. We want to continue to help people. And... I think as long as people are seeing success, then um, you know they're going to continue. Um, and, and I'll finish this with just a couple other scenarios where, like, we work with people, and then like a generation later, we're working with their kids, and that's going on right now. I worked with uh, Jeff Hawk. Um, I'm sure he won't mind me mentioning his name. He owns Overhead Door, so that's great. Give them a little plug there. Um, I worked with him in the '90s in the flying and helped him with his back. And now years later, he's back, but he only came back, well, I wouldn't say only, I mean, he liked it, but I mean, he came back because his son started coming to us a couple of years ago, which he referred, and his son is now 27. I mean, that's crazy how many generations go by, and here he is still, um, you know, he's here with us, his dad was here. It's just kind of cool, and there's other, you know, families that that's the case now, too, you know, work with them when they're younger, now they have kids, and I'm working with their older kids. Um, I just think having a good reputation helps and I think that having good sincerity helps and knowing what I'm doing and you put it all together and uh, I think that answers the question. So that was fun today. I like answering these questions. If you guys out there ever have any, just te text me, email me, hit me up on the internet, whatever. We'll do it. Um, I want to thank our sponsors right now, Jonathan and Lynn Gilden of Gilden Group at Realty Pros. They have the most five-star reviews, and they can help you buy a house, they can sell your house, they're absolutely awesome. So please check them out at thegildengroup.com. And until next time, I ask you to please be max fit, and please be max well.